CYH Nation presents Emona at Work with Label Schwartz, Episode 3 with Shmili Indig. As Eden, we live with the moon, but sometimes it's challenging. There's challenges in business. There's difficulty right now getting wood, did you know? Obviously, I'm in the lumber business. <laughs> that's what I mean. How do you deal with that? that? That's the question I really want to know. The way I see it is, uh, if you need a $10,000 Friday, I live with Emuna and Betachen as, as a manifestation that I have it already. I have it. Not that on Friday I'm going to have it. I have it now. Just there has to be a method, a way how it's going to get to me. But I got it already. And I live with that mindset that I got it. Emuna is believing that it's going to be good. Betachen is, I know it's here. I know it's here. And by you manifesting that it's here, it's actually gonna be here. What happens Friday when it's not there? So Friday when it's not there, it's, uh, again, you still have your Amuna that there's a greater plan. Uh, uh, something is gonna come out of it good. There's a reason why I didn't have it. But really, I think the, the way I live is that it's almost all the time there. Because, you know, that's what that is. It's in the world, it's known as the secret, the law of attraction. But law of attraction is really a, 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 a Jewish idea. It's the idea, that's what betachen means. Betachen is really trusting that it's going to be there. And if it's not there, right? Which is, yeah, let's say Friday comes and it's not there, yeah. then, okay, thank you, Hashem. You had a different plan. I trust it, I believe something's gonna come from it. When you have that attitude, it is gonna come because Hashem constantly wants to give. Hashem is a giver. He by nature. To, by nature. Meaning wants, he told us he's a giver. He's a mashpia. We, with our limitations, and because we put limitations on Hashem, we're some that shefa. Bring me there for a second, by the way, because this is a brilliant idea. Because if you were to talk to a guy just starting in business, right? He's just starting a business, he wants to make a certain amount, he wants to make, company should make $10,000 a month. It's big for him, right? So then he's like, there's no way it can happen. And then he hits it, right? But then you tell him, you can make $25,000 the company a month. No, crazy, right? And all of a sudden, but then you tell him, hold on a second. There's companies that are making 10 million. It's not not possible. It's happening somewhere. You just said something brilliant. You're putting the limitation on Hashem. You say I need 10 grand, right? So then that's the most, I mean, you basically, like manifesting is interesting. Because when I felt that this is how much I needed, could make, I made that number, but like exactly that number. And it, whenever I needed more than that, I made that number, but exactly that number, month right. by month. I think we're supposed to force the issue. Bring Which it to means, me, how do you do it? Okay, so. I bought a building upstate, upstate. I opened up a trust company three, four years ago. I sold it. Hashem was good. But I was waiting for permits. And I had tremendous pressure to start production. I had contracts that I had to fulfill. And the town gave me a hard time with permits. It was Wednesday afternoon. I called up the guy in my shul and I said, uh, I'm giving a kiddush this week. 
Like, for what? I'm like, for permits. I'm going to have my permits by Shabbos. I'm giving a kiddush this week. So, and by Friday, I have my permits. Okay? So, what did I do here? I forced the issue. I told Hashem, okay, I, I gave a tacha to my shul that I'm giving a kiddush for my permits. Am I going to get up Shabbos by the kiddush and say, I didn't get my permits? I have to get my permits. And I got my permits. But you gave first. Yeah. You have to do that sometimes. Bring me that. You have to force that issue. But I, not I, force I the issue saying, I want the money and no, that's it. No, no. I'm making steps. As if I have it. Which is betachen, which you, you know that you have it already. You know, that, what I mean, it's mine. It just has to get to me. It's not here yet, but it's going to be here. Where'd you learn this? Mainly, Ramata Frank. He has a safer, Sadaguli, which is the revealed secret, which yeah. he takes the secret in the in the Goetia world, and he, he is actually bringing it in, in with Mara Mekoymas of the of the Torah world, how this works. And 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 it works. It's all in the Machshava, it's manifestation, you know, that's quantum physics, yeah, by, by thinking about something and it, it shapes, it has that shape of your Machshava. Trachgut Zangut means really that your machshava creates reality. If you attract positivity, if you attract goodness, you'll have goodness. If you attract negativity, all of a sudden you'll see negative things. You'll see this guy rips you off in business and this thing doesn't work out well and this guy stole from you. But if you look at the world in a positive, in a positive eye, in a positive note, then, then you'll get back positivity. Do you ever get there to the negative place? We always do. What, how do you get there and then how do you get out of it? I get there by forgetting what I learned, forgetting my experiences, forgetting uh, uh, my stories. And I think for me, I like to write down my stories. Really? Yeah. I'll come home, go into my study, write down what happened today. Different Nisim, different stuff. And the more you write down, the more Nisim you'll see. I have a whole book. <laughs> yeah. And, um, and when you write it down, you're actually seeing. And then, then looking back a few years, you know, you go read what you wrote down a few years. You're like, wow, it was amazing. One step after the next. Yeah. I look back at history and I feel like Hashem has mounted me from here and here and here and here. But now I feel stuck. Hold on a second. Didn't you feel stuck back then too? You know, you always say, you know, the good old days, in the 90s, the 70s. Oh, those were the good old days. But in the 90s, you didn't say that, right? <laughs> so we're in 2020s right now, 2040, right. we'll say, oh, remember those days in the 2020s? Those are the good old days. We're living right now the good old days that we're going to say in 20 years from now. So really live the present. I'm having a challenge with that right now, with living right now, because... Things, thank God, are rocking. And a lot of what I always dreamed of is a poil right here. And I'm having it, I spoke to my Roshiva this morning. I said, I feel foggy. I don't feel clear. I have what I wanted to build. And I don't have the clarity that I expected to have when I got here. You know, you get to the point where you say, if I only had that, I, you know what I'm talking about? Then when you get that, you're like, oh, I still need another thing. 
You know what I'm talking about? Mm -hmm. Bring me there. Because that's what I need help with. For me, it's gratitude. It's uh, waking up every morning and thanking Hashem. Ba'emes? Ba'emes. Ba'poyo, how's it work? Okay, so when you thank Hashem for what you have, for your challenges and for the good things, and you know it's going to work out, I think it puts you in a mindset of, let me live the now. To, tomorrow's another day. Eschatches. You know, Reb Nachman talks about eschatches. You can have a thousand times a day eschatches. You know, start now. I don't know where, where this morning didn't wake up. This didn't work out. This didn't work out. It's 11 o'clock right now. I'm starting new. Fresh right now. You know, wash your face. Start something new. And say, okay, from now on, this next hour, I'm working on this. Bring your mindset down to the present for now. But even here, sitting down with you, this is my dream. I and I dreamed this up. Thank you, Hashem, and I dreamed this up to sit with incredible business leaders and talk to them about Amuna. I'm doing right now, but practically, the thing that I dreamt about for the last year. Get into it. Live it. Right. Right? This is your dream, but my mind's already on the next. Right. Stop for a second and enjoy it. This it's, could change cholesterol. It's exercise. I think it's a, you, we all we all suffer from this. I think it's ADD. <laughs> it's probably that, but it's it's it's. I think it's this generation. You know, the attention span is sixty seconds. And we look at it like, oh, the kid's having a tough time in school. They can't focus. That guy's gonna that guy's gonna change the world. Right, one hundred percent. But living in the present is 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 very tough because of what's going on around us. It's it's. Look, I started this uh, six months ago. I, I leave my phone in the car when I go to shul. So I, I get to shul at 6.30 in the morning. I learn, I dive in, eat, schmooze, doesn't matter. I, I, the phone is in the car. So what happened the first few weeks? Before that, I would get a call from my employee this and my delivery guy, and this is not good. And this that, that didn't work <laughs> out. I had to run out in the middle of learning, in the middle of davening. Putting out fires. Huh? Putting out fires the first few hours in the morning. Decided, I'm going to leave it in the car. I'm going to have a moon and betachen that Hashem, I'm throwing it on Hashem. You take care of it. I'm, I want to dive now. I want to learn. <laughs> right? Right? I'm not telling you I'm going, you know, I'm not going to thing. I'm going to you. I'm going to you. So the first few, few weeks, <laughs> I would come back to my car, open up the phone. I would see, let's say, 7 o'clock a message. Uh, I will need the paperwork. I'm looking for this. I'm like, whatever. 7.15, I see a message. Oh, I got it. Don't worry about it. <laughs> you know, at 7.30, I'll see a different message from a, from a customer. Oh, he needs this and that. And 8 o'clock, he says, oh, I spoke to your office. Uh, whatever. It's taken care of. So I start realizing, like, oh, so I don't need my phone. It's taken care of. If I, leave, if I tell Hashem, I want to dive in and not being distracted. I want to learn and not being distracted. The first few hours of the day, Hashem will take care of it. And in six months, I don't bring in my phone on the show. And? That's amazing. Yeah. What does that do? I live in the present. Because the phone takes you back to wherever. What you feel Shabbos morning going to show, yeah. I feel every day. And you can live it. Everyone can live it. I think everyone should start doing it. Not, the world's not going to fall apart. Kamara says clearly, if you do business before Shachris, then it's like you're putting Hashem behind you, saying you can't handle this. It's exactly what you just said. Hashem, I'm coming to you. I'm coming to spend time with you. 
and I want to spend time with you without any distractions. Just take care of everything else for me so I can spend time with you. You putting your phone in the car and saying, I want a relationship. I heard from Romanus Friedman. He said, Judaism is not a religion. It's a relationship. And everyone has a different relationship with Hashem. The same as everyone has a different relationship with their wives. Everyone has a different relationship with Hashem. We have to put our phones away for our wives too. True. Really, the relationships that we have with our spouses, our parents, our kids is, is just so we learn how to have a relationship with Hashem. And the other way, we're creating a relationship with Hashem and we can bring that back home. But Adam Rishon, uh, after he was cursed and after Chava was cursed, what does the Pasuk say the next thing? It says that he, he named Chava. He named his wife Chava. She's Aim Kol Choy. She's the mother of the whole world. That's a huge compliment to his wife that just brought death to him. Just cursed the whole world. Think about it. She messed up the whole situation. The whole world is messed up because of her. And he's giving her a compliment. Naming her Chava, Aim Kol Choy. What's the next passage after that say? Shem gave Adam the, a coat. Says that coat. If Shem gives you a coat, he gives you a coat. He didn't give you a rare, you know. <laughs> he gave you a coat. It says that all the secrets of the world was in, in better than that coat. Parnassa comes from that coat. When you compliment your wife, Shalom Bias, you'll have Parnassa. It's amazing. Shiva says all the time. He says, if you're having challenges somewhere, just go back to the source. Right? Shalom Bias. Parnassa. How are you treating your wife? Right? Shalom Bias is a school for Parnassa. Are you benching properly? Right? Right there. Everything you need is right there. It's all there. Let's go back to the foundations. The same thing in business, right? You're having a challenge in cash flow? Go back to the source. What's going on in, what's going on in the books? What the Bashamta brought down in Hasidus, which is Hashem loves everyone, and it's, it's about the simple Jew. It's not about the elite. That's Mashiach. And that's why he says, uh, when his Torah is, is going to be all over. Because this is Hasidus, learning about your abilities and learning about that no matter what, you connect it to Hashem. It can't disconnect. You always connect it. You live in this world of Amunah as much as you can. How do you impart that onto the team members? It's one thing knowing that, like, I run a business. If there's not cash flow, so then this month we won't have. But that... It doesn't work for the employees. It doesn't work for, you know what I mean? How do you translate that into the into your team? I think you talk about it. They know that this is the mindset, whether it's with your Jewish employees or non-Jewish employees. Bring me there. I always tell my non-Jewish employees, this is what God wanted. It is what it is. Let's move on. It's for the good, it's for the better. And they look at it like, what do you mean? You're not upset? Like, I can be upset. But what is that going to help me? God wanted it that way. And they're fascinated by it. They're like, wow, how do you live that way? They believe. They all, they all believe. What's the difference between Amun and Betachin? Trying to figure that out. Amun, a lot of people believe. You can say, you didn't believe, go and believe. It's a lot of. Betachin is trust, which is. 
let's say you have two buildings and you have a tight rope and you know everyone's standing down in you know and the guy upstairs saying do you guys believe me that i can walk on this rope everyone's like yeah we believe you walks on the rope comes back everyone claps says now i'm gonna put a wheelbarrow on that rope do you guys believe me i can do that people are like yeah we believe you okay walks on that rope with the wheelbarrow comes back everyone claps he says now who wants to get in no one wants to get in what do you mean you just saw me going on that rope with the wheelbarrow why don't you want to get in one little girl said, I'll, I'll get in. She got in, walked on the rope, came back, came down. They asked her, how come you weren't afraid? Said, what do you mean? It's my father. He wouldn't put me in, in danger. That is betachel. Getting into that wheelbarrow, putting your full trust, that's betachel. Everyone believed. But tachlis in your daily life. Did you get into the wheelbarrow or not? Were you completely mevatel to Hashem's Ratzon or not? Thank you. Thank you. Be sure to check out the full episode on our YouTube channel, on your favorite podcast platform, and on our website, tyhnation.com.